Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer songwriter Walker Hayes are part partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John Cobell Podcast on the iHeartRadio app. We are going to uh, talk with Corbin Carson in just a moment uh, about the Rebecca Grossman trial. You may have heard late Friday afternoon, jury came out and announced uh, that she was convicted on... Um, murder charges, and gross vehicular manslaughter, and hit and run, uh, running over Mark and Jacob Iskander, uh, those two young boys who are crossing the street with their mother and other brother. Um, but I tell you, Tony Busby is going to go, if there's a defense attorney's Hall of Fame for all-time worst defenses, uh, Busby is right there. Busby's got a plaque in that Hall of Fame. This was an atrocious defense. Uh, and it uh, didn't fool anybody. The jurors came back relatively quickly. Uh, let's go talk to Corbin Carson now, because he's been chronicling this trial since the beginning. Yeah, Don, you know, after weeks of testimony, Rebecca Grossman found guilty of second-degree murder and those other charges you mentioned, and Tony Busby called that verdict unexpected, and he promises there will be an appeal coming. As the verdict were, uh, was read, both families are in tears. Grossman's adult daughter cried out several times, Rebecca Grossman was also crying, but trying to console her daughter. The judge said justice cannot wait, and Grossman was immediately put in handcuffs to await sentencing, which we're expected to hear, uh, which is expected to be set in April. And then outside the court on Friday, the family of 11 and 8-year-old Mark and Jacob Iskander spoke about the verdict, starting with the boy's mother, Nancy Iskander. Every day in court here felt like I'm attending the funeral of the boys again day after day. That's how it felt. 
and seeing the defendant and seeing the, the defense attorneys, it just was that bad. It felt like all the stress of the years and, and hard work and, and, uh, and the hope has paid off. And someone is now held accountable. Mark and Jacob didn't die. Mark and Jacob were murdered. And jurors believed that despite the defense, as you talked about, giving all kinds of, uh, of uh, explanations for how Rebecca Grossman was not uh, guilty of that. But in the end, jurors believed that. We also heard Friday from the boy's father, Kareem Iskander. We haven't heard much from him, but he gave a reaction as well and kind of spoke to a little bit about the uh, what it was like for that family sitting in this weeks-long trial. I mean, this is four years after the, his boys were killed. We are finally can move on. Finally, we have been waiting for a closure. We have been wait- Honestly, we have been waiting for Mr. Grossman to to take responsibility and she just chose to fight to the end and and, and it was heartbreaking to see the the lawyers lies and conspiracy theories and and i i i'm 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 amazed and glad that despite all their tricks they couldn't trick our system or the jurors and 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 I, i appreciate that it was true fight between the truth and evil tricks and the truth won and so, yeah, and the truth one is what he said. Those evil tricks, just to give people a kind of a run back. Uh, this was in 2020 when uh, Grossman was out with ex-Dodger baseball pitcher uh, Scott Erickson. Jurors were told that the two were playfully racing in a residential neighborhood. Grossman floored the gas to 81 miles per hour in a 45-mile-per-hour zone, sped through that crosswalk, slamming into 8- and 11-year-old Mark and Jacob Iskander at freeway speeds. One of the boys being knocked 254 feet. Just a horrible thing for this family to sit through. And But what, what's interesting about this, John, is that even the mother, Nancy, was also asked about, you know, what was it like watching this guilty verdict come through? You know, it's got to be a little bit of a conclusion, or at least a partial conclusion to this, but at the same time, was there any satisfaction? And surprisingly, she said, not really. Obviously heartbreaking. Um, no one wishes that on anyone i promise i do not have any hate for her um my heart broke for her children um i saw when when her son was there i saw mark who would be 15 now you know um i'm I'm a mother you know and so it, it wasn't easy but it will bring me closure yeah so it wasn't easy she says but in the end it does bring closure all right uh corbin i i uh I was going through some of the old stories of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, le- leading up to up to the trial, and what what struck me was that that Busby was constantly throwing out theories or innuendo or possibilities, but mm-hmm. when it came down to it, he didn't actually present any any evidence or witnesses, or or have the principal speak. I, I can't imagine he wanted to blame Scott Erickson. He was trying to do that every way he could. But he doesn't call Scott Erickson to the stand. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't it, call Rebecca Grossman to the stand. Right. I mean, if she didn't hit the boys, then why wouldn't you put her up on the stand to say, I didn't hit the boys? Here's because what I she has. Yeah, she has to then answer all these crazy theories that have been presented at that point. You got they're talking about two lanes, two impacts, two different cars. They're blaming uh, uh, Erickson for going through that, that, that uh, right. crosswalk first. 
They're attacking the data of the car as if the car, the SUV, was in on it. I know, but that's what I'm saying. He's obviously Busby made up a lot of a lot of stuff, and he he didn't even try to substantiate it with anybody else that was actually at the scene. Right, and 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 same thing with Scott, Scott Erickson. One of the things that he was trying to do, at least, is what it looked like he was trying to do, was create reasonable doubt. And he put all kinds of reasonable doubt out there. So it's in his interest but, to say Scott Erickson did it, but not actually call him. And but, what was interesting is prosecutors said that. Just hey, just so you know, the defense has the same power to call people that we do. Right, and. Right, and he, he objected could, and said, well, we can't call him. Yeah, <laughs> you know? he could, yeah, he could subpoena he can, those witnesses, yeah. and they would have to testify. Now, they could mm-hmm. sit up there and take the Fifth Amendment a hundred times, but right. if we saw Scott Erickson sweating and squirming, we might get an idea of what was going on. Plus, the prosecution would be smart enough to ask questions that wouldn't necessarily implicate him, but would clear up that reasonable doubt. So that was one of the biggest reasons that it appears that they didn't want to call him up there, because then they could just throw stuff out there with no one to answer, especially since prosecutors hadn't called him, because they don't want to further confuse jurors as to who did this accident. And then at the second time, you have uh, Erickson up there confusing things even further. I wonder how much Rebecca Grossman paid for that defense. Man, she ought to get her and it's money going. Back. It's still going because now we have sentencing, and now they have to switch up and explain why they had essentially attacked this family, sending the mother out while these grotesque pictures are up, asking the judge, "Hey, can you have her leave?" She keeps crying out about oh, the horrible oh, pictures of her children. You know what? And they have me, to answer for all that at sentencing. As I was going through the old stories, Rebecca Grossman um, uh, apparently said at some point. It was it was reported that mm-hmm. she got distracted by Nancy Nancy Iskander on her inline skates. That she yeah. saw the boy's mother on the skates and she turned and she stared and she wished she hadn't looked away as long as she did. Blaming the mother for being a distraction as to why the boys got run over. That was yeah. that was unbelievable. And, and keep in mind, brakes not barely tapped, according to the black, black right. box data. So seeing her mother, this would have been an instant. It was too late at that moment, Yeah, if that had been true. All right. Well, thank you very much. Great reporting covering this trial. Thank you. Sure thing, sir. Thanks right. for having me. Corbin Carson from uh, KFI News. Yeah, Rebecca Grossman. What a piece of work. Huh? Now, now I, I, she's the epitome of like a 60-year-old, attractive, uh, blonde, uh, uh, wealthy, entitled woman. And just carried her. I mean, can you imagine saying, well, it, it, it was the it was the mom's basically you're saying it was the mom's fault. What was she doing on skates that distracted me as a driver? Yeah, right. But the margarita in the Valium, that had nothing to do with it. Right. It was the mom on the skates. Driving 81 miles an hour with her boyfriend. I mean, chess. You know what? What else jumped out at me? Because the prosecutor had said. That Rebecca Grossman knew that speed kills because she had a previous experience. I looked up to see what that was. She got a speeding ticket in 2013. She's going 92 miles an hour. And she's had some excuse. She was late to pick up her kid and her husband, you know, was working over at the Burn Center, Dr. Peter Grossman. Uh, and, and so, and, and the, they put on the officer who gave her the ticket. And he remembered. And Tony Busby scoffed saying how could you remember handing out a ticket from 10 years ago do you remember any other tickets you handed out that day did you remember the ticket you handed out before rebecca grossman or the ticket after rebecca grossman and he and he didn't remember and so the attorney was scoffing saying well how the hell could you pot you you just remembered this now after all this time 
Well, there was a reason the cop remembered Rebecca Grossman because she was so upset about getting the ticket. She said, like, well, I hope you never have to go to the burn center. I hope you never need the burn center. Implying what? You wouldn't get your burns treated because you gave Rebecca a ticket? So the husband isn't going isn't gonna, to uh, treat his burns if he was a victim? Of course that's going to stick in his head. That's why he remembered it 10 years later. Who does that? Who says, I hope you never need the burn center? When I read that, I thought, this lady deserves everything she's going to get. And, you know, shame on Tony Busby, because you put that family through so much heartache for four years so much. T- Do you know how many times they cried because of your stupid defense just over the last six weeks? What a, what a sad, sad profession that is, being a defense attorney of that nature. What a sad and cruel and awful. I don't know who the hell Tony Busby is. I never heard of him. But he met, what, what, what kind of kid was he? Whose kid becomes that? You torture, you torture a mother who watched her two kids die right in front of her and then try to have her blamed for it? And try to have her thrown out of the courtroom? Wow. Born without a conscience, born without a soul, born without any humanity. More coming up. John Cobelt Show. You're listening to John Cobelt on demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, there is a revolt brewing in uh, parts of Los Angeles, uh, specifically... uh, the council district number four, which runs from uh, the mid-city area and then goes up over the mountains into Encino, Reseda, Studio Studio City. Uh, everyone is very angry with the homeless situation and this terrible councilwoman, Nithya Rahman, who we've talked about for four years. She is just atrocious. And a lot of people in that area are angry with Nithya Rahman, and uh, Karen Bass, because they can't clean up. For a long time, Nithya Raman would not clean up homeless camps. She just refused. Now they cleaned one up, and the homeless keep coming back. Uh, it's called repopulation. And Karen Bass keeps promising, no, 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 this time we're going to clean it. We're going to clean it for good. But she, Karen Bass and Nithya Raman never spend the money on the police to uh, clear out the encampment permanently. They clear it out, they clean up the garbage, they walk away, and then all the homeless sneak sneak in from the back. And this happens repeatedly. And for some reason, Nithya Raman and Karen Bass are too dense to realize you have to actively police the area for a long time until the vagrants give up. Because if the vagrants aren't going for uh, permanent mental health treatment or drug treatment, then they're going to come back. Because they know Bass and Raman are just uh, doing it for a few days to get the TV coverage and to send out, uh, send out press releases. They're not serious. So we'll get into that. We're going to have Ethan, Ethan Weaver on, rather. Uh, we've had Ethan on before. Ethan is a deputy city attorney, and he's uh, running up against Nithya Raman in that district, and Ethan Weaver is a must-vote. And I'm also going to tell you just the whole story of what's uh, what's going on in that district, because they, they have a lot of homeless encampments. And it, even, the, even the El Segundo Times did quite a story on the chaos there. Um, 
Here's here's something, a headline which just uh, cracked me up because it's uh, apparently this needed a headline. Also in the El Segundo Times, uh, San Francisco is going to start prosecuting drug dealers for murder. Can you imagine? County by county in California, as fentanyl overdoses escalate, local prosecutors are turning to a novel legal strategy, charging drug dealers with murder. That's what it says here. Now, charging drug dealers with murder is one of the provisions in that referendum that we've been pushing, that we had the show on at the Honda Center in Anaheim. Remember, it's to uh, greatly rewrite Prop 47, making theft illegal again, making drug possession and drug selling illegal again. Well, one of the provisions is to go after fentanyl dealers and charge them with murder after they've been warned once that selling fentanyl can kill people. If they catch you again and you've, you've killed one of your customers, then you could get murder charges. Well, uh, that would put it into law. Right now, it's optional, and some prosecutors are doing it. And it looks like the El Segundo Times is shocked that San Francisco is doing it. So is Sacramento County, Fresno, San Joaquin, San Bernardino, and San Diego counties. They're calling it an aggressive legal strategy. Uh and 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 they're they're adopting the strategy even though it was popularized in red or purple areas of California where more conservative conservative law enforcement leaders have long embraced a tough on crime policy. Do you love the way the woke progressives at the LA Times phrase this thing? To put fentanyl dealers in prison for murder is considered a conservative philosophy. Hmm. And San Francisco, famous for their ultra-liberal politics, are preparing to follow suit. I don't understand. Never in my life, for most of my life, was putting killers in jail considered conservative. Everyone I know all my life, regardless of how they voted, wanted killers in prison. They wanted drug dealers in prison. And fentanyl really didn't exist as a scourge until about 10 years ago. So you could live decades, never hear about fentanyl. But you knew about all the other drugs. And everybody used to agree that, yeah, yeah, drug pushers put them in prison because people used to die from all the other drugs too. Fentanyl is just more efficient at killing. But the whole, the whole slant of the story is, oh, my God, progressive, ultra-liberal prosecutors and district attorneys in blue counties, they're now putting murderers in prison? They're going after fentanyl dealers and putting them in Why would that be part of a political philosophy? What else would you do with a fentanyl dealer who kills teenagers who's responsible for all the people dying in the street what else would you do with them but put them in prison so they wouldn't be able to kill anymore why is that conservative oh that's red that's purple it's like what is this what are you what are you five years old everything is a color well that's the blue way and that's the red way and that's the what what, what, what is wrong with you you, you dropped on your head that guy is trying to kill uh, your, your son and daughter. 
Your son and daughter might uh, find a stray pill in the library, think it's Adderall, and uh, it's laced with fentanyl, and now he or she is dead. You don't want to get that guy? Why don't you want to get that guy? What do you want to do with that guy? If you don't want to put him in prison, what do you want to do with him? I, I'm just astonished by this and the way everything is covered. I get up in the morning, I read this stuff, my, my, it upsets my stomach. Yes, it's conservative, it's red, no. It's common sense. It's what we did for uh, hundreds of years and it worked. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. You're listening to John Kobelt On Demand from KFI AM 640. On from 1 till 4 after 4 o'clock, John Kobelt Show On Demand on the iHeart app. And uh, Ethan Weaver is going to come on with us uh, just after 3 o'clock, the deputy city attorney. Uh, he is running against Nithya Raman to be the councilman in the 4th District of Los Angeles, which uh, runs from the Valley, Encino, Studio City, Reseda, and up over the mountain into, uh, let's see, into uh, Park La Brea, Mid-City, uh, through part of uh, the Hollywood area, uh, like 
Wanga Boulevard, Wilcox Avenue, Franklin Avenue. And there's a reason I'm mentioning those streets. Anyway, Ethan Weaver is going to come up, and that is a must vote if you're in that uh, district. You have to get rid of Nithya Raman. She's uh, one of these uh, Democratic Socialists of America members, which is the New Age Communist group that has three seats. And she's absolutely pro-homeless uh, people and pro-chaos and pro-vagrant, pro-everything uh, that ruins the city. She's, she's, she's like Mike Bonin. Uh, she's the female version of Mike Bonin. And at least the people on the west side drove Mike Bonin out of office. Nithya Raman should be uh, chased out of office, too. And you can do that if you vote for Ethan Weaver. We'll talk to him at 3 o'clock now. Uh, to give you some background, though, on what's going on in that district, uh, even the El Segundo Times had a huge story on this today. I always wonder how bad does it have to be for the uh, El Segundo Times to actually do an in-depth story? Uh, because this thing, you print it out, it's seven pages long. Uh, and the headline is, Hollywood Homeless Encampments Fuel Neighborhood Frustration. And I, I see just you just look at the headline and, and you think Nithya Raman has been the city council person now for three and a half years. And after all that time, three and a half years, I mean, that's well over a thousand days. You still have the same problem and it's the same encampments. She can't clear them and keep them cleared. Uh, there was a fire. That happened last month on January 7th in the Coenga Pass. And it started at a homeless encampment. And it burned a tree, destroyed two cars. It was sending smoke into homes. It smelled like burning fuel, burning pla plastic, according to one resident who lives in that Hollywood neighborhood. And it was, the fire was, broke out in the first neighborhood targeted by Inside Safe. Inside Safe is this cleanup initiative. This is Karen Bass's prized project. Inside Safe was going to get all the homeless people off the street. It was going to clean up all the filth and garbage and feces and needles. Well, the first one she's targeted, now after over a year of trying, it's still a huge problem. There's still fires breaking out. She tried to get the people off the sidewalks and into housing. They even went and did a second cleanup. Second time they cleared the homeless out of there. But every time they've done it, I love this new term. The El Segundo Times says every time these streets have been repopulated. Coenga Boulevard, Wilcox Avenue, Franklin, I know that area pretty well. I knew somebody who lived on Wilcox. And boy, was it disgusting. Boy, was it scary. Boy, I didn't want to be there if the sun was setting. Uh, because there were tents, tarps, all along the median strips, on the sidewalks, underneath the 101 freeway. These encampments were huge. Karen Bass cleans them up, and they all come back. And then she cleans them up again, and they all come back. And you have a fire here and a fire there. Four fires have broken out over the last three months in that one area. Four fires. And they have, now the residents, the normal people living inside, 
And I'm sure most of them voted for Karen Bass and Nithya Raman. So I kind of chuckle when I read about their complaints. It's like, yeah, who'd you vote for? What'd you think was going to happen? You actually looked at Karen Bass and Nithya Raman and said, yeah, they're going to take care of the neighborhood. They're going to make it clean and shiny and safe. Sure they will. Look at them. Well, they've got, uh, let's see, screaming in the middle of the night, human waste on sidewalks, human waste on doorsteps. Boy, that's got to be nice first thing in the morning, huh? Step out, big splat in your shoe. Open-air drug markets. Threats of violence from the crazy people. Now, we've talked about this. God, it seems like we've talked about this every day for the last seven years. Karen Bass runs on this. And she has a catchy new program. Oh, Inside Safe. We're going to take them all inside and they're going to be safe. Well, they're not inside. They're not safe. And you're not safe, certainly. You are still doing the poop hopscotch. You're still awakened at 2 in the morning by some lunatic screaming into the wind. And you're terrified that they're going to beat you up, stab you, kill you. Um... Oh, listen to this. According to the El Segundo Times, all these problems have left some in the area disappointed in Bass. Bass has endorsed Nithya Raman. Raman has made her work on homelessness a cornerstone of her re-election campaign. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Nithya Raman let an encampment go for years in front of a school where gang members had taken over and were selling guns and drugs from the tents in front of the school, elementary school, and she wouldn't do anything about it. She was the councilwoman uh, where in Studio City, not Studio City, Sherman Oaks, where you had you had all these all these vagrants running around. Remember the restaurant owner had a bag of feces thrown at him there was video of it right he was in his car and this guy had this huge bag of feces and he swung it into there and slammed it on the car windshield and then that guy the restaurant owner who's driving the car went to see nithya Raman with uh, a channel 11 camera and she was so angry and rude and cold and then this statistic since 2022 at least 84 people in the area have been brought indoors According to Raman, 84? There's 70,000 people in the street. 84? 84 is not even the, uh, that doesn't even cover all the people under the 101 on Coenga. I fought, really fought to put together the resources to address the issue with the urgency that it, that it deserves. Who talks like that? Just get them off the streets, period. Make it illegal to be on the streets. Make it illegal. You see people, once you've, once you've offered them shelter or you offered them treatment, then arrest them and drive them out into the desert. Why? Normal, how many years? We People have been putting up with this for seven years. How much longer now? How much longer? Karen Bass goes, oh, I'm trying. Nithya Raman, I'm trying. It's trying. Does anyone execute or does everybody just try? Um, well, here, here, here's the story of what happens when, when they get uh, put inside. Uh, they talk to some of the uh, vagrants, unhoused residents. One of them uh, goes by the name Rumple. 
Boy, if you're a grown man and you call yourself Rumple, odds are you're a loser. No grown man is called Rumple. He said he was kicked out of two hotels at the city, at least. Uh, he got kicked out. So what, what do you think? He, see, what's that's what I'm saying. What's the point of uh, getting these people off the sidewalk if you're not going to put them in a mental health clinic or a drug clinic or something? Because you're going to put them into a, a, a normal hotel and they're still going to do their drugs and they're still going to be screaming all night. So this is just a, a this is just absurd. Rumpel says he has three tents at the underpass, which he's renting out to other people. He says they're currently occupied by others. So this guy's a landlord. Yeah, good job, Karen Bass. You've actually, I guess you she could say I've created jobs. He's now a real estate magnet. He's renting out his tents under the overpass. Hey, I'm sorry it happens to be this bridge that we've chosen as a place to congregate, but we only have each other in this world. Go get jobs. You can all rent a room together. Go go get work. They, they, they actually think they're good. They're, we're good people doing the right thing. <laughs> wow. Uh, and she, oh, oh, oh Raman is, is still against uh, the no camping zones because that's what she ought to do for the area. And she ought to make it uh, a no camping zone uh, in, the, in, in the neighborhood. Or on Coenga Boulevard. But she won't do it. I'm really trying to find a pathway forward that will actually get people off the streets for good. <laughs> Four years. We'll talk to Ethan Weaver. Hopefully her replacement coming up after 3 o'clock. What a sad crowd. You're listening to John Cobalt on demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3 o'clock, we're going to talk with Ethan Weaver. Uh, he wants to be elected to the L.A. City Council, and he should be, to replace Nithya Raman, that disaster in the 4th uh, uh, Council District. And again, uh, she covers uh, parts of Hollywood and Mid-City. And uh, let's see, goes up over the hill to Encino and Sherman Oaks, Studio City. And she's just, uh, she's really awful. And she's allowed homelessness to run run rampant just out of control and she keeps trying to take credit for encampments she had uh cleared out and then and then they all come back and they're starting fires and there's just disgusting garbage and tents and tarps uh, all over the place so uh ethan weaver he's a deputy city attorney and uh, you you live in that district you really ought to get rid of uh ithia Raman, who's practically a communist uh i got something funny here that time, it's been it's been a heavy show. I know. Uh, you're you're probably uh, sensitive to the environment, right? To a point. You you want to do what you can though to help the environment. Oh, I do what I can. Well, you should cut off all your hair and donate it. I'm not doing that. Oh no. Well, you slammed the door on the environment pretty fast. One hundred percent. Well, uh, there is a organization in San Francisco, of course, called Matter of Trust. And they will take hair donations and they use them to, they use your hair to clean up oil spills and other pollutions, other pollutants from bodies of water. Uh, you know, I mean, I, f I feel bad when that happens, but, <laughs> but not, not that bad. Not that bad. 
Uh, the guy who came up with this idea is Phil McCrory. He was a hairstylist in Alabama. They did a whole story in the Los Angeles Times about this, okay? I'm not just bringing this out of nowhere. It was, it was in the paper this morning. And McCrory realized, as he was cutting hair, you know, a lot of people have oily hair, right? Because your hair absorbs a lot of body oil. Yes. And he thought, wow, if we packaged a lot of hair together, it could probably suck up the oil at the time the Exxon Valdez had had that accident. Remember, it hit the reef in Alaska. Uh, of and course oil. I remember. And he thought, if we just dump an enormous amount of hair. It can't be fake hair. Uh, I don't think you know, fake they, they, hair absorbs the oil the same way. Probably not the same way. Maybe you just need more hair to do that job. And because how many people are going to, well, I don't know, maybe they would. Because well, people who care about the environment will donate that, their that, hair. That's true. And then people who are vain mm -hmm. and yeah. <laughs> don't want to make a sacrifice for the good of the planet. I mean, maybe I would donate an inch. <laughs> well, he developed a way to turn hair, fur, wool, and fleece into mats that absorb uh, petroleum. And also... It turns out you can compost hair. Let's say you have a, a, a bare patch on your uh, on your lawn. Yeah, <laughs> you can <laughs> you can you can uh, throw your hair at it. Really? Yeah. If you want to boost the vegetation <laughs> on your property, you can use human hair, pet hair. You could shave yourself uh -huh. and your dogs, all three of you. Oh wow! In solidarity. Okay. You could. <laughs> I mean, look. When you first brought this up, I pictured you talking about me having to shave all my hair. But if it's just a little bit, you know, when oh, I no, go no. when I go to the salon, they take an inch off. So I could I wouldn't mind donating that. Well, the more hair, the better I, for the I, environment, I, I you see. But I'm trying to be reasonable here. <laughs> if you're just gonna do if you're gonna do some virtue signaling <laughs> and just offer a little clump okay, or two. Okay, forget it. No, oh. I'm not helping. I think uh, we should offer her hair up for Postathon this year. Oh, yep. <laughs> can you shut your own mic off, please? No, it's more fun this way. A lot, I bet you a lot of guys would donate to take some of her hair home. John can do his dance, and then you can uh, donate he'll some hair. he throw my hair into the audience. Uh, woo, woo. It's, uh, it, 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 you can put it on top of the soil in your flower, part, your flower pots and garden. John, you have a lot of hair. Are you going to do that? Uh, I have a lot of hair. You do? Uh, you have way more than I do. You could save the earth with all that hair. I might be able to take care of one little bare spot in the uh, in the backyard. Uh, it's uh, because uh, they they found they found two composting methods that work: either worms and fungi, uh, or hair, and that boosts the compost. Well, I'm sure they'll no have takers. a lot of, I'm sure there will be a lot of takers. Your people, you know, in your neighborhood, I'm sure would do that, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, would they? <laughs> I wonder well, if any, I don't know, Who on the West Side, all the wealthy West Side women with all their thick, fake, well, a lot of their, that hair is fake anyway. Oh. A lot of that's hair extensions. This is the real deal. No hair extensions in no, there? No, 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 oh, no. Oh, do you see, was, I just saw a photo of this. Jennifer Lopez was doing, mm. was it her? I don't know. She was doing a, a show. Uh, and and uh, she, her, one of her hair extensions fell out right on the ground. Aww. A on lot stage, of people have TV. hair extensions. I mean, it's it's not 
you know. No, it's, it's not a crime it's or anything. It's not a crime. I, just, I mean, people want to have long hair or they're losing hair and they, they need to fill in the gaps. That's why they're not going to donate to the environment, though. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. They want that head of hair. All right, we come back. Ethan Weaver of uh, of Los Angeles. It, what did I say? Ethan. Sorry, Ethan. Deputy City Attorney Ethan Weaver, and he wants to run against Nithya Raman and get rid of this woman. Get rid of her. Bad councilwoman in uh, Hollywood and uh, over the mountains into Encino and Studio City, Sherman Oaks, Mid-City, Park La Brea, that whole region up and over the mountains and back. Uh, she's she's ruining a lot of neighborhoods because she lets the homeless and the drug addicts and the mental patients run free. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John Cobalt Show podcast. You can always hear the show live on KFI AM 640 from 1 to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.